Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Just Do It. Just Do It, not the Nike version, although that's pretty awesome too. This is the uh, Art Williams version. If you're not familiar with Art Williams, he is uh, a guy, was a guy, I'm not sure if he's still alive now that I think about it, but he is um is was a uh football coach and eventually got into the life insurance business and ended up becoming a hugely hugely successful life insurance agent and business owner and uh his story is pretty cool and if you want to learn more, you can check him out online, Art Williams, Just Do It. So anyway, the reason for this episode is, well, first, because uh, I've been recording some podcast episodes the last couple of days, and for some gosh darn reason, I've managed to not turn on my microphone, which is hilarious, right? I sit here and rant for you know, 20, 30 minutes, only to discover that I've poured my heart out to nothing. But it's therapeutic, you know, I still get in the mind flow, still say things. Some of them make sense, and some of them make sense for me. And I think, wow, man, I'm glad I recorded this episode. And then I got to the end and realized, no, I actually didn't. So that's, but I did it. I did it, and here I am doing it again. And that's the point, is to get back on that horse, right, and just keep on keeping on. And this is really important. I talk with a lot of – so if you're new to the show, my day job is I'm an internet marketing consultant. I teach business owners specifically or mostly uh, real estate investors how to build their business online. That is my day job, and I love it. And it is not without its challenges, right? One of the big ones being how to get people who are new business owners, people who've never worked for themselves, people who have mostly been uh, employees their whole life, to start to think like a business owner and to start thinking like an investor and to take action as if they worked for themselves, And there's a lot of things that go into starting a new business, if you don't know, if you've never done it before. And if you do know, then I'm preaching to the choir and you can probably relate to this. So there's a lot to it, right? A lot of different elements, moving pieces to building a business. So there's, uh, you know, your local laws. Maybe you have to file uh, doing business as name with your local uh, tax assessor, county clerk, or whatever, and maybe you are setting up a business entity, an LLC, or something like that. Maybe you are getting business cards, getting a website, doing, uh, you know, the learning of the thing of whatever it is you're trying to do. There's just a ton of steps, you know, that um, that overwhelm a lot of people. So there's that. Then there's the actual like running of the business. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry cleaning my glasses, and, um, you know, all that goes into that piece of the puzzle, and then depending on what your business is, there, if it's uh, an industry you're familiar with, then maybe it's a little bit easier, but if it's a new industry, or maybe you've never done 
this particular piece of the industry or whatever, there's probably some kind of learning curve. So how are you going to gain that knowledge? Are you going to go through the School of Hard Knocks? Okay, that's uh, the cheapest in terms of out-of-pocket money today, but that may not be the cheapest long-term. There's the opportunity cost of, uh, you know, the time lost, whereas if you would have maybe invested in a system or in some kind of program to learn how to cut down that learning curve, maybe you could get to market faster and start producing income quicker, right? Uh, there's also the possibility that you, um, you know, you make mistakes and those cost money. School of Hard Knocks is a tough way to learn, right? It costs money and it hurts and uh, and it takes time. So different ways of approaching approaching that. And so with our students, you know, they've invested in themselves. They've invested in an educational program and system. And so by the time they get to me, um, my part of my job is to make sure that they're taking the right actions, right? I point them in the right direction, provide them with the specific action steps to move forward toward their goals, and then to hold them accountable to actually take action and execute on those action steps. And so part of the action steps, once we get to a certain level, is like, hey, you got to talk to strangers. You got to talk to people you don't know to find out whether or not they want to sell you a house, possibly, right? That's kind of the idea with this industry. And not everybody's willing to do that. And, you know, you get to the point sometimes, or I get to the point sometimes, I'm asking them, trying to dig deep, like, well, why do you want to do this business? Why did you get into this business? Why did you invest so many tens of thousands of dollars uh, to get where you are right now and, and learn this stuff? Well, I want time freedom. Okay, well, that's awesome, um, but this business isn't going to build itself. Right, you got to be putting time in to build the business if you want it to give you any time back. And so, people that come into any kind of business, and I'm talking about real estate because that just happens to be the niche that I'm working in right now. Uh, but really, you know, this is with any business, and I hear, and I've worked, you know, with other industries. So, um, so this idea that, like, hey, I'm going to be, and it's all over the darn internet. I guess is the other kind of part of this whole thing is like. Instagram, you know, everybody who is posting these wealth tips and this and that, and, uh, oh, I'm a successful entrepreneur and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, some of the things they post are just so insane. Like, oh, I just, you know, you, you just <laughs> can't even, like, put it into words. But it's just like this idea that you're going to start this business and all of a sudden you don't work anymore. Ah, I went into business for myself and now I'm rich. Like, oh, I don't need to know marketing because I just know this thing and uh, and it just magically works and now I'm rich and I sit on the beach with a laptop and I make money. It's like, yeah, that's not really how it works. You know, nobody's doing that. And that's that's kind of one of the – it's like you talk to successful people or at least I talk to successful people. You know, I interview them for the show. I try to bring them on to the show so that um, everybody can benefit from their knowledge. And time and time again, I hear – these people, they're still busting their butts, you know, and yeah, at a certain point, it becomes just out of passion, you know, they don't have to do it anymore. But even then, as they, you know, get to that next stage where they thought like, man, once I get there, I'm done. Once I hit, you know, my first million dollars or whatever, then it's like, well, you know, how fast can I make a million dollars? It's like, first is breaking the million dollar point, right? And then it's like, well, how fast can I break a million dollars again? And, you know, these, it's just like the next goal, just, it just keeps building, 
you know, and for a lot of people, not everybody. But this idea of um, just doing it is so important because there's so many ways to talk yourself out of it, right? And if it's something that you want and that's important and it's something you don't already have, then you're going to have to do things you've never done before because if you were already doing those things, you'd already have that thing that you want. Does that make sense? So if we want some new thing, we have to develop some new habit, some new way of thinking, some new way of acting. And so this is kind of a, a crux that a lot of students run into is like, okay, well, I want this thing. Oh, you do, huh? How bad do you want it? Oh, I want it so bad. Okay, great. Well, you know, how committed are you to getting this thing? Oh, a 10. Really? A 10 out of 10? Yeah, 10 out of 10. This is all I have. This is all I want. Oh, I want it so bad. Okay, great. Pick up the phone and talk to a stranger. Oh, well, okay. And, you know, usually on the call they'll be like, yeah, okay, great. And it's like, and sometimes they just, well, you know, what else you got for me, Winston? It's like, okay, well, all of this marketing stuff we're talking about is going to either make the phone ring or show you how to ring the phone to get in touch with this person. Either way, we want to talk to this person. You know, that's the whole point. That's how we're going to know whether or not we can put together a deal, worth this is, whether this is even worth our time. And sure, there's a lot of scary things, you know, that are unknown, and that's part of the whole thing learning those things, right? And then there's a the part where you just got to do it because you can only progress so far in the theory before you have to start testing the application of it. And that's just such an important concept that I want you to maybe think about your own life and wherever you are and what you're trying to do and what's that next level for you, that next accomplishment, that next project or whatever that you're working on and what are the baby steps, the action steps that you are already doing or should be doing or need to do to get to that goal, that next goal? And then what are all the things that you may be doing that are not leading you toward that goal? And this list is the 80% of things that don't give you 20% of the result or that give you only 20% of your results. So when I talk with students, you know, I, I had a student, I, I had a student just today actually. And, um, you know, Oh, I want to deal so bad. I want to deal by the end of the year. And, uh, you know, the, the year is running short here as I record this, this podcast episode and, uh, it's like, okay, you want to deal. Great. Okay. How committed are you? Oh, I'm out of 10. Great. How many, well, how much time are you able to put in your business? I'm doing this five to eight hours. Five to eight hours a week? All right. No, five to eight hours a day. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm doing this full time. This is everything. Okay, great. How many How many people are you talking to? How many offers are you putting out there? Oh, well, you know, I, I've been looking at all these properties and, I, you know, I look at them and, uh, you know, I'm spending all this time looking at property it's like, and going through curriculum. It's like, okay, well, that's important. You got to know what you're doing. You got to learn and go through the curriculum. That's definitely a, a part of this whole thing. Looking at properties, um, you know, this is uh, something we can actually do online these days. We have this thing called the Internet. It's amazing. You can look all this stuff up and get a lot of this information before you go and spend five to eight hours a day driving around town. And um, that, it's a very, I think particularly for people who have been employees. And yes, I'm generalizing, okay? 
Uh, but this is just my personal experience, my, per my professional experience, I should say, right? I work with hundreds and hundreds of business owners um, across the United States. And a lot of them, again, are coming from backgrounds where they've been, uh, you know, employees. And not that there's anything wrong with that, right? But it's a it's a frame of reference, and it's, an, it's a level of it's just a it's a way people approach this whole thing, right? There's a big mindset shift that needs to happen, and it's not an easy one, not an easy one for most people. And so, the part where a lot of folks get stuck is in recognizing that nobody is paying you to be your own business owner. Unless you have, you know, customers, obviously, then they're paying you. But then you might be self-employed. You know, if you're doing the work, the technician-type work, then you own a job. You're not an employee unless you – but if you work for yourself, you are an employee. You're an employee and the owner. And that's that was the quadrant I got stuck in for many, many years as a uh, self-employed person which I thought was great for years while I was growing up. You know, it's like, oh, I've always been self-employed or at least, you know, most have been self-employed and have maybe part-time work here or there from somebody else. But, um, you know, but the reality was I, I owned a job. And so I was not a business owner. I was a business owner. Sometimes I'd still outsource stuff and, uh, you know, hire somebody else to go do this or that for me and, you know, I'd get paid on it. But by and large, a lot of the business operated around me. Uh, and then there was, you know, as I got a little older and recognized that I did start develop businesses that employed other people. So I wasn't stuck there forever. But that idea was kind of a big moment for me when I read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad and understood the cash flow quadrant and realized like, hey, I'm still, even though I'm working for myself, I'm still trading time for money, right? I'm still just working a job in a sense. And when I started doing real estate as an agent back around 2005, it really started, you know, I had always been able to do other kinds of, um, like I taught music lessons and, uh, you know, had DJ gigs and these kind of things. And like I knew I had to go out and get students to get paid. I knew I had to go out and hustle to get gigs and get paid. That seemed pretty straightforward, you know. Getting real estate business, it took me, it was just a little bit different because it was, it wasn't like, I guess just because I had never done it maybe, right? But it, to, and to see how other people approached it, I think maybe even threw me off, you know, because for me, it was like I needed to make it work. You know, I had other gigs going on, other things bringing in money, but I really wanted to be a full-time real estate agent. And I was dedicated to making that happen. I was working three different, you know, income streams. Uh, on the side while I was building up my real estate business. And what I quickly learned was that a lot of people just didn't make the connection between what activities actually get you paid in real estate and which ones don't. And a lot of people would spend most of their time doing the things that would never actually make them any money. And that's why most of them wouldn't be there very long. And when you're an employee, you can get away with that kind of stuff. Right, you can get away with being sloppy with your time, or with you know goofing off on social media for a while, or um, you know whatever, because you're on somebody else's dime, you're on somebody else's time, you're getting paid just for being there. 
and I'm generalizing again, right? You know, maybe you've got um, production goals or some kind of quotas or whatnot you got to hit to know that you're making your numbers or whatever. But even then, in that case, let's say, yeah, okay, you've got sales goals, you've got production goals. Well, who laid that out for you? A manager or the owner? Somebody above you is has already figured out what you need to be doing to be productive to earn your income. So if you're trying to build a side hustle or build a business, then you are the person that needs to determine those numbers. And you need to hold somebody, whether it be you or an employee or a virtual assistant or somebody, an outsource somebody, you need to be the one that sets those numbers and those goals and hold that person accountable so that they can get paid whatever it is that you've agreed to pay them. And with a lot of people who go into business for themselves, they don't think about that. You know, they just see dollar signs. They just see the cool Instagram post of somebody sitting on the beach with a laptop and a Corona. And they just see the, you know, entrepreneur posts of like with shiny cars and I'll just work a few years so I can live like nobody else. It's like, that's really not how it works. It just really isn't. Like this is, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be a business owner, like that's for life. It, it, It takes years to make, not just like, Oh, I'm going to work years, a few years, like three to five. It's like, no, you're probably going to work like 10 to 20. And that's not to be discouraging because if you do it in less than you're a rock star. Great job. Awesome. Good on you. You're, you know, not the usual. And that's awesome for you. So what I want to do is try to prepare you for reality, you know, depending on where you are, right? And again, I may be speaking to the choir here. But it's an important piece of this whole just do it because if you're if you think too much about it, you might never do it. And that's that's the paralysis by analysis phase, right? A lot of people start thinking all about the well some you know, spending the money before they made it or um start thinking about the rejection they're gonna face or well, all the reasons it can't work or you know, well I gotta do these ten million things, where do I start? I'm not gonna do any of them, or I'm gonna sit here and just like sharpen pencils for 12 hours a day instead of figuring out what is the thing where this leads to a paycheck and then I just got to get up and do it and do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again for hours or weeks or months or years right that's the just do it mentality you just freaking do it and stop talking about it uh so I've gone probably pretty long on this episode because it's a passionate one for me, you know, as I hear a lot of people talk a good game. And and this is, if you've listened to the uh, Art Williams video that I mentioned, the Just Do It, you're going to hear a little bit of influence here. I've listened and watched that video countless times. So, and it's because it's so spot on, right? There's so many people that talk a good game. So many people like, ah, you know, I'm going to crush it. I'm so dedicated. I'm a commitment level 10. Yeah, invested everything in this i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna be the best and oh whatever and um and then they just don't they just don't for whatever reason like oh well this thing happened you know oh my cat got sick and i had to take it to the vet oh i just uh you know they slipped away from me oh it's going to but you know what about this other thing well so-and-so's doing this other thing what if i do that instead okay great (laughs) what you know, um, and, uh, yeah, so it's easy to talk. It's easy to talk, right? Doers, 
just do it. They're too busy to talk. So just do it, friend. Just figure out what that thing is that you want. Go after it. Make a plan. Work your plan. Crush it. Go get it. And until next time, be flowing.